Before going on to listen to this episode, I must preface it with a trigger warning. In this episode that you are about to listen to, I will be mentioning eating disorders, weight, calories, and other mental health issues. I will make sure to preface every episode with this trigger warning in case that there is mention of something you might not be able to handle. This podcast is meant to be an educational and mind-opening podcast to the scary world of eating disorders and what they can do to you. Even though I want this environment to feel safe for everyone, please proceed to listen with caution. This show will include genuine content only. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Reasons for Recovery. We are actually one podcast away from our one year anniversary of Reasons for Recovery. Yes, one year ago on April 3rd of 2021, I posted the very first episode of Reasons for Recovery and this past year has been nothing but pure joy when it comes to this podcast. I am so excited to make an anniversary episode for you guys in this next month, Uh, so if you want to leave any suggestions of what I should do, send me a DM or an email uh, in ways that you want me to celebrate the next episode. But other than that exciting news, I hope you all have been having a great and fun week so far. I know that I have been because it is currently spring break for me, so I've finally been able to, you know, chill out, catch up on sleep, among many other things, uh, which was much needed. I'm very happy to be home, as when I'm recording this, that's where I am currently, but when I post this episode, I'll be back in college, so RIP to me and everybody else that had spring break this week, so it's been a very good and relaxing spring break, uh, but there was one thing in particular, um, something that has been much different about the spring break that actually ties into today's episode. If you haven't already seen the title of this episode, I did a little challenge over the course of the spring break and I decided to do a whole episode about it. For one whole week, I went without my Garmin fitness watch. Now for those of you that don't know, I have always worn a Garmin watch around my wrist ever since I became a gym rat and an avid runner, but as I started to develop an eating disorder, I saw that my Garmin really affected a lot of the decisions that I made Uh, whether it be what I ate in a day, how many steps I needed to walk, how many calories I was burning, etc. I was starting to notice that during and even after my recovery, this watch was really affecting different aspects of my life, some positive, some negative. So I wanted to see how going one week without it would affect me. How would it affect my exercise, how would it affect my eating, and all things in between. I know that fitness watches can be very controversial uh, when it comes to someone with an eating disorder, especially if you are like me and have been known for excessive exercise. So I decided to do this little experiment with the purpose to learn some new things that never really came to mind when I was wearing this watch and how I can benefit from those things and learn from them. I wanted to see if I went one week without this Garmin, how would it affect my day-to-day life? Would I eat differently? Would I exercise differently? You know, whatever. I wanted to see how this watch was really working in my life and if it's actually a stressor on my life rather than something to just help me track my exercises. By the end of this challenge, I wanted to be able to share my overall opinion, whether I think this Garmin or any fitness watch in general is a bad idea for people in eating disorder recovery. I also wanted to see how it hurt me and helped me each day. So what I did here was I took my Garmin watch off on March 12th, 
that was a Saturday, I'm pretty sure. And I put it back on yesterday, March 18th. And during the course of this week, I recorded a little audio snippet from each day or a couple of audio snippets from each day to just track how I was really doing and what I was learning from the day. So what I'll do is I'll play my audio clip from each day then reflect on it to really dive into what benefits and deficits came out of this challenge. Then, like I said, at the end, I'll give my overall opinion on fitness watches and their effects on someone with an eating disorder. So day one was March 12th, like I said, and I have two recordings from this day. So the first recording is just me introducing the challenge and what I intend to get out of it. So here's what I had to say. All right, so... Uh, The time right now is 9.02 in the morning, Saturday, March 12th, and today is going to start a brand new challenge um, that's going to last a week, and I'm kind of nervous about it, but um, it's definitely something I've been wanting to do for a while, Um, but basically I'm going to be doing one week without my Garmin fitness watch to see how it affects my workouts and my eating habits and stuff like that. Um, I wanted to do this uh, challenge because I feel like having a Garmin watch sometimes can be very constraining um, for not only my workouts, but for my eating habits. And when having an eating disorder, you know, that can be something very toxic to deal with. So uh, I'm seeing what wear, not wearing a Garmin watch for a week will do to me. Um, cause I'm, I'm so used to wearing it and seeing how many steps I take per day and how many calories I burn in my workouts and my runs. So I'm going to see what happens, um, how this affects my working out, how this affects my eating and all that good stuff. Um, you know, I feel like even to this day, uh, even though I'm, um, physically weight restored and recovered, uh, for the most part, um, uh, I feel like I still rely on my Garmin watch a lot to tell me how many calories I've burned in a day or how many steps I've walked and uh, stuff like that. So I'm going to see what happens if I don't wear it and, um, like I said, how that affects uh, my day-to-day life. And I'm doing this challenge to kind of prove a point that fitness watches can definitely be unhealthy for some people that are recovering from an eating disorder. Um, I still wear mine solely for the purpose that I want to track my workouts and track my running, you know, like the distances and stuff like that and the pace. Um, but I do find myself time and time again to, um, accidentally, not accidentally, I shouldn't say that. I'm not going to cover this up. Um, but I do find myself time and time again, like checking how many calories I burnt in a workout or in a run or, um, you know, how many steps I take per day. And I'm, really trying my hardest to stray away from that. So I'm going to completely cut off using my Garmin watch for a week and just seeing how that affects everything. Um, but yeah, this is day one. I put my Garmin watch away this morning and I'm not tracking anything for the whole week. I'm going to continue running and working out and eating like I typically do, but I'm going to see what wearing a Garmin watch, uh, not wearing one, how could that affect you know, those day-to-day things. So this is day one. I'll update you at the end of the day. So as you heard in the clip, I was just talking about how wearing a fitness watch could really be toxic for someone with an eating disorder because it constrains us and makes us kind of believe that we need to reach certain specific goals each day. And if we don't, then we fail. 
This is entirely false, and we should all know that. If you don't hit your daily steps or you don't burn as many calories as you want, that's okay. It shouldn't be something that worries you each day and just completely boggles your mind every single day. Like, oh my gosh, I, I need to have this specific number or this specific calorie burnt. Like, it's, it's just, it doesn't matter. There are other things in your life that are so much more important than that, than what you walk in a day or what how much you work out in a day. Uh, but I'll save my rambling for the end, so let's go ahead and see how I did by the end of day one. Okay, so it is the end of day one of my little challenge that I've been doing. Kind of difficult, not gonna lie. Um, and I get, I guess I'll get more into that later, but um, I did work out today without it for the first time ever, and uh, it was very different, but... Um, yeah, that's the end of day one. It went better than expected. Um, I expected myself to not really make it, but I did great. Um, but I'll get more into detail, um, in, you know, a later time. But yeah, day one went great and we'll see how day two is. All right, so I do apologize. I did make that clip literally right before I fell asleep. If you probably couldn't tell, you know, I sound very terrible, but if I remember correctly, day one was only a bit difficult because I was always constantly checking the time all day long, and since there was no watch there, you know, I just kept looking at my wrist in embarrassment because there's no watch there to tell me the time. So that seemed to be the only fail that I really had on day one, which doesn't even relate to an eating disorder. So in actuality, I didn't really have any fails or any bad times during this uh, first day of the challenge. I remember my workout was just a strength workout that day. I, I didn't run like I usually do, and it didn't really seem to phase me at all. Typically, when I miss a run, I get pretty upset because that means I'm going to be below my step count for the day. But in all seriousness, why should that matter? Why does that really, really matter to me? Uh, at least, you know, I had worked out some in some sort of way that day, and that should be good enough. Even if we don't meet our watches goals, we still meet our own goals. I know a main topic that I was trying to hone in on for this challenge was eating and working out to satiety, and when I feel satisfied, not when my watch feels satisfied. And I feel like on day one, I did a really good job with that. I didn't think about what my watch goals were, I just carried on the day and did things until I felt satisfied. So since day one was pretty good, let's go ahead and see how day two of my challenge went. It is day two of the Garmin challenge. Um, not gonna lie, my only um, hard thing about yesterday was that it was um, very difficult to tell the time because <laughs> I'm, I'm so used to like looking down at my hand to see what the time is. So I went on a date last night with my fiance and um, every like 10 minutes I was looking down to see what the time was at my hand and there's nothing there and I'm like oh yeah that's right I'm not wearing my Garmin um so that was really the only difficult thing about yesterday um today I woke up kind of feeling like sluggish and I kind of had this thought in my brain that oh my gosh I I didn't work out good enough yesterday because you know my Garmin wasn't tracking anything for me so I kind of beat myself up for it for a little bit, but then I realized, I was like, no, 
that's that's not the reason. No, that's that you're just having a an off day. Like it's daylight savings. Obviously, there's nothing wrong. Uh, you worked out good enough yesterday. I mean, I did an arm workout and an ab workout. I'm pretty sure I'm fine. <laughs> so, uh, today's plan is just to uh, tutor because I tutor for a job, um, and I also plan on doing. A strength workout and hopefully going on a run if the weather is permitting but if not I'll do a cardio workout sometime today uh, and I'm feeling good about it I know that it's gonna still be kind of difficult uh, without the watch but I will update you throughout the day so one big thing that I did realize on day two is that um, I felt so much more sluggish and gross in the morning and I think that this was due to me subconsciously feeling like, oh, I don't have my watch on and my workouts and my daily activity weren't tracked. So it's almost like I did nothing, you know. Um, and that's not a great mindset to have. And it's very sad that a watch can make somebody feel that way when that's not the intention or the purpose of a watch. Um, without knowing how good my workout was through recording it and tracking it, it felt like it, it did nothing to me because I had no physical proof that I had worked out and that really sucked because obviously I put in the work, you know, and it felt really good and I felt great after my workout and it just, it, it really sucked that at the end of the day I realized the only reason I felt good about my workout is because I could go back on it later and see the stats and how high my heart rate got or the calories I burned, you know, and not having my watch, I wasn't able to see that. I wasn't able to see all those stats. It's not a good mindset to have at all, which is what I really needed to learn by the end of this challenge. I started to learn a lot of stuff that I subconsciously do with this watch that I never knew, and it just baffles me. So let's go ahead and see how the end of day two went. Okay, so I just finished um, a little bit of cardio. I did end up going for like a run slash walk, kind of to do some hill training and stuff. Um, and I also did an ab workout and some yoga earlier today. And not gonna lie, it was a little bit difficult, not for the uh, strength exercises, but for my cardio. Um, <laughs> Cause I was like, man, I wonder how long I've been running. And, uh, like, I wonder how many calories I've burnt so far. Like, that shouldn't matter to me. And I'm trying to make that a point in this challenge. So, so the ab exercises were pretty easy to do. You know, I felt like I worked out to my satisfaction. And the running and walking, I just kind of did it until I thought, you know, it was enough time, which is kind of not what I'm trying to do. I'm kind of just trying to do workouts until I feel satisfied, not until I feel like I've done it long enough and that I've, you know, uh, satisfied a certain need, like when it comes to time or calories or distance, you know, it, that shouldn't matter. It should just be whenever I feel satisfied. So I did a little over 30 minutes of cardio today, which... Um, I didn't necessarily do to my satisfaction. I just did it because I felt like I needed to. And that's not okay. I need to work on that. So, um, day two has been a little bumpy, but we'll get there. So as you can see, the strength workout was not the worst for this day. I, I felt like I did the workout to my satisfaction and I didn't overdo it or rush it. And I did it until I felt like it was enough. 
My cardio that I did, on the other hand, was a different story. On this day, I learned that most of the time I run for satisfaction and for therapy like I always have since I recovered. But I also noticed that there are days like this day where I'm constantly looking at my watch during the run to see how far I'm going, calculating how long I need to keep running to possibly work off food that I had eaten that day. And I remember I had a great day um, on this certain day with food, and I really didn't have any problems with eating without my watch on. Otherwise, I would have seen the amount of calories that I've burned in a day, and I'd balance it out with my eating, which is not healthy for somebody with an eating disorder. But I did notice that during my run, I would tell myself, like, okay, you've gone 30 minutes, maybe you should go, like, a little bit longer just to burn off some extra calories, even though I was satisfied with only running 30 minutes. So something I knew that I needed to improve on for the rest of the week was keeping the right mindset during my runs or during any sort of cardio session I have. Not thinking about what I ate or how long I was going, just doing my runs to the satisfaction when I felt like it was best to stop. So moving on to day three, I will preface this by saying I do go really deep on this day. Like, I go very deep into details on this day. And by that, I mean I share something very personal that I never really talk about because I'm very ashamed of it when it happens and I like to keep it to myself. But it's something that I know I need to bring awareness to because there are many other people out there who are listening right now that definitely have similar experiences. So let's go ahead and take a listen to the first clip of day three. It is day three of this no Garmin watch challenge. Um, I woke up, uh, feeling very confident about today that I was going to do good and that I wouldn't really rely so much on, you know, needing my watch and everything. And then I, uh, I took a look in the mirror for the first time in a while and, um, kind of did not feel confident in what I saw. Like, I, I talked a few episodes back about how I'm trying not to, like, look in the mirror, like, full body mirrors anymore, because I feel like that's something that is, um, a trigger for me, I guess you could say, because, you know, I'm trying to work on, you know, no matter what my body looks like, I'm happy, I'm healthy, blah, 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 so, you know, I'm obviously not avoiding mirrors altogether, that's dumb, I'm, I'm saying I'm avoiding full body mirrors, and, uh, this morning I took a look in a full body mirror for the first time in a while, And I didn't enjoy what I saw, and I completely blamed it on the fact that I haven't been wearing my Garmin watch these past two days, or now three days, um, because I feel like I haven't exercised to the um, requirements of a Garmin watch, and that's not what I need to, that's not what the mindset I need to have is. So, um, uh, day three... I feel like as we go throughout the day, it'll be better. I'm about to do a back workout right now, um, and I know I'll feel a lot better after I do it, so um, there is that to look forward to. Uh, I just, I woke up feeling very, very um, not so confident today, and it just, it made me feel like these past two days I haven't been walking the amount of steps I'm supposed to walk or working out for the amount I usually work out because I'm not tracking any time or reps or really anything, no distance, nothing. Um, but that shouldn't matter. And, um, I'm trying to learn that still. 
So, um, yeah, we're going to do a back workout now, and I'm going to run later on today. Um, so, yeah, I, I need to remember that I can do workouts without having a constraint on my wrist <laughs> to tell me how good I'm doing the workouts or how bad I'm doing the workouts. So, you know, today we're really, really, really going to focus on working out to satiety, working out until I feel satisfied and I feel good, not until you know, I feel like I met a requirement, you know, so, um, yeah, we're gonna do better today, you know, I woke up with a little bit of a, a messed up uh, image, but we will do better, um, as the day goes on, I will update you at the end of the day. So, I was definitely struggling a little with day three. I did have a pretty bad encounter with body dysmorphia, and it did kind of take me over for a while. And since I was so dependent on my watch, I totally blamed my body image on not wearing it because I was like, oh, since I didn't have it on and I haven't been able to accurately track my workouts, uh, you know, I haven't been able to eat properly and that means I've gained weight. And I went down this huge spiral and just started psyching myself out. But in reality, I probably didn't gain any weight at all because I had been eating and exercising the exact same way. And even if I did gain weight, why does that matter? And why am I letting a stupid little fitness watch dictate how I really feel about it? It just goes to show you that if you still aren't in the greatest mindset yet, then a fitness watch can really screw with your thinking. Now for the rest of day three, things were starting to get a little bit better, so let's go ahead and take a listen to the next clip. Okay, so stats for the end of the day. Um, for day three of this Garmin challenge, um, I did a back workout for about 35 40 minutes I think and then I just finished uh, a running session that was about 50 ish minutes um so we had about a, a good 90 minutes worth of exercise today um which is pretty good um uh, and I um just to kind of reflect on how those went, the back workout went significantly better than I thought it would. I felt like I was focusing more than I originally would if my watch was on, because uh, I feel like I base a lot of my workouts based on, like, how high my heart rate is getting, so I would find myself, like, moving my arm around a lot more or, like, doing things a lot quicker just to get my heart rate up because I have the intentions of, like, oh, I'll burn more calories that way. Um, but that's not necessarily, like, the right mindset to have, obviously. So uh, uh, without my watch, uh, I felt like this workout went by a lot better than previous workouts because I feel like I was taking my time and I was, like, really focusing on, like you know, actually working on my muscles and not, like, stressing them or anything. Um, so I feel like the back workout, the strength workout that I did today went really, really well. Um, as for my cardio, I feel like it went well also. Um, the only thing I will say is that there were a couple of times in the middle of the run where I was like, hmm, I wonder how long I've been going, like, how many miles have I been going, and, and is this going to burn off what I ate for lunch today, um, so that's, that's still something I'm working on, of course, um, and I also found myself swinging my arm a lot more when I run, because I always have that intention of, like, if I swing my arm, 
uh, if I swing the arm that my watch is on more, then it'll uh, raise my heart rate more. So I found myself subconsciously like swinging my arm a lot more than I when I run than I should be because I'm so used to my watch being there and I'm like, oh, if I swing it, you know, I'll get my heart rate up more and I'll burn more calories. So uh, that's something I got to work on. Definitely will do better tomorrow on that. Um, and as for eating, uh, I did great with eating today, you know, because I knew I was going to work out. So I didn't, um, you know, really slack on my eating. I did pretty well, you know. I had a very good breakfast. I had a very good lunch. It was pretty filling. And um, I even had a little dessert. And I'm about to eat dinner now. So I feel like I'm doing really well with my food. Um, you know, not wearing this watch is more so affecting my exercising and my steps and my activity more than it is my food. So um, that's uh, definitely something that I need to work on and really think about tomorrow uh, is balancing all of that and not being so stressed if I don't meet a certain goal with my workouts. Because remember, this is all about, you know, working out till you feel satisfied, until you feel good, because that's what working out is for. It's not for doing it as a punishment. And I feel like during my run today, like I said, there were parts of my run where I was like, I need to work off this part of my meal that I had today. Like maybe if I run this much more, it'll burn it off. Like I don't need to be thinking that. So <laughs> that's my stats for the end of day three. Overall, it was a little bit better. Um, just a few hiccups here and there, but we'll do better tomorrow. So I kind of had that same feeling here as I have had with my watch where I actually was able to take the time with my workouts and actually put meaning into the movement. And without it on, since I don't have this watch, I don't have to really dictate how long I've been working out. I don't have that, you know, watch there to tell me you've been working out for this long, you've been doing this rep for this long. And like I said, when I have my watch on, it's like a strict set schedule. You know, you must rest this long or you, your set has to be this long. And I feel like that I didn't give myself any time at all to enjoy a workout, but without my watch on, I was able to. And I did notice that while I was running, like I did say in that clip, I did have some disordered thoughts and tendencies that I never really noticed with my watch on. I was really shown on this day that even this far out of recovery, I still struggle with this subconsciously that I don't realize. But it hit me once I did this challenge. But like I said a while ago, this day got pretty vulnerable and pretty, pretty difficult. Um, and I said that was the end of the day in the last recording, but it actually wasn't. And some pretty tough stuff happened toward the end of the day. Um, and I know at the beginning of the day, I had a bad time. At the end of the day, I thought that I was doing much better. But here is another clip to kind of tell you how the end of my day actually did go. So update um with day three i said that i was done for the day but um i have a little bit of stuff to update on um i woke up from a nap and it's literally like 8 30 at night and i feel like i just binged a little bit and I'm not going to say what I ate because to some people that might not be like anything at all and like not a binge compared to something else. So I'm not saying what I ate or drank or any of that. Um, 
but to me it felt like I drank too much and ate too much and I feel a little bit bad because I feel like I overdid my eating more than I worked out which is a feeling that I rarely feel um so I'm a little bit ashamed that uh, I feel like I ate more than I exercised and um usually when I have my watch on I can tell how many calories I've burned in a day I don't know how many calories I've burned in a day since I don't have my watch so uh, it's kind of difficult to determine what I'm eating and I know I literally just said I was doing great with eating um (laughs) well second guess myself uh, and I feel like I ate too much today um but like I said, I'm not going to say anything like what I ate, how much I ate, because that can be very triggering to some. And also, like I said, some people might consider that binging. Some people might consider that nothing at all. So I'm not saying a word. I'm just telling you what I think. And I might be completely overthinking it because that's just how my disordered mind works. Um, but I, I don't feel too great to end the night. I thought I would, was doing so good after that run, and I was like, I'm gonna have a good dinner, and after dinner, took a nap, woke up, and I feel like an absolute butthole, so, um, I, I feel like, uh, tomorrow will definitely be better, though, and I keep saying that, so I'm gonna make it happen. I have not had a feeling of binge eating since I was in recovery, And I cannot tell you guys how horrible I felt when this happened and I had realized what I had done. And the thing is, I probably didn't even eat that much. I 100% guarantee you that I just got all into my head and overthought things. But the point of this is I felt really terrible about what I had done. And if that is something that you have struggled with, you are still valid and very worthy. I felt like an actual piece of trash when this happened to me, but then later on I realized that one bad day is not going to trump the rest of my week. I'm going to do great and have a great rest of this challenge and not let this one thing stop me. And you all should have the same mindset if you ever go through this. Don't let a binge or a day where you just think you overate get to you because you are so much more worthy and capable of moving forward and strengthening yourself from it. So I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, day four was so much better than day three. So let's go ahead and see what I had to say. All right. So today is day four of the Garmin challenge. Um, I feel like today has been a lot better. I have not exercised yet today and I haven't really restricted food at all. Um, I ate breakfast fine. I ate lunch fine. and I even had a dessert after lunch. So, um... I think I'm doing great today. I plan on working out after dinner tonight. Um, And my workouts, for the most part, have been decent. It's really just been my, um, some of my cardio sometimes. And every now and then, uh, I have a little bit of issues with how much food I'm eating. Because I don't have my Garmin to, like, really base off what, you know, how many steps I'm walking and stuff like that. So, um... 
I, I feel like today's been a lot better, though. Like, it's completely slipped my mind when it comes to what food I'm eating. I've been out with my fiancé all day, so um, it, that's definitely helped out a lot that I've been with somebody. Because if I'm alone, you know, it, it tends to be in my mind a lot easier than when I'm with someone. So, um, I think today has been a lot better. It's been significantly better than yesterday. Yesterday, I felt like I had, like, a... A really, a really bad day towards the end there, but I, I think I definitely redeemed myself today. But it's okay. It's okay to have a couple of bad times, um, whether or not, you know, you're doing this challenge or not. So um, I feel like, uh, you know, learning from the mistakes, that's the best thing to do here and not, you know get mad about it or upset about it and pout, you know. it's The best thing to do is just learn from what mistakes you're making or learn from the bad habits and um you know just kind of correct yourself from there and see how you can improve your life from them um so that's what I'm trying to do you know so um yeah anyways today's been a lot better today has been very easy going not so hard at all uh have been great with my food intake haven't even been thinking about it which is great um and let's see what else is there. Um, like I said, I'm going to work out later on today after dinner, and I'm pretty sure that'll go fine. Uh, it's been very rainy and stormy today, so I can't really do a lot because uh, I do like to do my running outside, but we'll see what happens. I'll update you later on tonight, but um, today's been much better. Uh, a lot better uh, body positivity-wise. I've been very nice with my body today, uh, as I was not yesterday. So, yeah, definitely better for day four. This is exactly what I was talking about a second ago. Don't let these bad habits or bad thoughts control your mind or your thought process. As you can see, this day I totally let go of just everything that had happened the day before, and I grew from it, and I had an amazing day from that. See, if we just learn to keep our mindset in a positive place and learn to grow from our bad habits that we have taken from our disorder, everything would be just fine because we are not letting our mind spiral out of control. So let's go ahead and see how the rest of day four went. All right, so update on day four. Um... I ended up not working out at all. I ended up taking a very unexpected rest day. Uh, usually I do incorporate one rest day into my week, and if I absolutely need to, it'll be two. Um, but usually they're planned ahead of time. They're not unexpected and last minute. So this one kind of threw me off. Um, I was just extremely busy today and uh, just did not have the time to work out. I had more important things to do than work out, you know? So um, I took an off day, and uh, it was very unexpected and last minute, and um, I feel like uh, day four was most definitely a success because um, if I were to take an unexpected off day, uh, you know, I would I would kind of the OCD in me would kind of freak out because, like, now my schedule's completely thrown off. But um, I didn't, you know, I didn't really worry about it at all. After I told myself, look, you've got more important things to do today, take a rest day, I acknowledged it, and I went with it. And I continued my day like normal. And I'm very happy about that. I'm very happy I was able to do that, that I was able to, um, even, even though 
uh, this rest day was unexpected. I was able to pick up my day like usual and not worry about how many steps I was walking, how many calories I was burning. Because, uh, you know, I didn't have my watch there to tell me. Because usually on my off days, I would still monitor those things just to be curious and stupid, you know. <laughs> and I would always uh, get myself down whenever I never, whenever I didn't hit my steps for my rest days. And that's because, you know, I'm not moving as much. And obviously, you're not going to hit your step goal. And that's okay. But, you know, without my watch here to kind of inform me on that, if I've hit my step goal or not, or anything else... Um, it it really helped me out. And I didn't really think about it at all. I didn't think about how much I was moving, how little I was moving didn't matter to me. I had other stuff I had to do. And that's great. So it was definitely beneficial that I didn't wear my watch today. Um, Because if I didn't, I'd be constantly checking it all day long or probably sneaking in a little like tiny workout to try to boost up my stats and stuff, which is very toxic. I know. Um, but I still struggle with that sometimes, and that's that's okay. It's something we're working on. Um, but definitely glad that I wasn't wearing my watch today. So day four went amazing. It went way better than I expected it to. Um, so yeah, that's my uh, stats for today. This is exactly why it's great to put your mind in a healthy place after a bad day. I was even able to throw off my usual schedule, and it didn't phase me one bit. I am typically so strict with my schedule, which is a very bad habit that I'm still trying to break, but when my mind is in a healthy, positive place, then I am able to have days like this, where I can throw a curveball into my schedule and just be fine. When we suffer from disordered eating, we tend to be so strict in our schedules, and when they get thrown off, it damages us. But we shouldn't let our lives be controlled so strictly. You know, our lives are constantly changing, and of course there's going to be some days where they don't go exactly as planned, and that's okay. Days like this where nothing really went as planned ended up not phasing me one bit because I was able to recover from the previous day and move on and live my life. And I didn't have my watch on to tell me that I had not been moving or that I hadn't reached my goals for the day. So not having my watch on really benefited me. It it benefited my day. Now moving on to day five, I'm pretty sure that this was a really good day as well. So let's go ahead and take a listen. All right, so day five of the Garmin challenge. I was looking back at my recordings and I realized that I started every single recording with, all right, so, (laughs) so I apologize in advance um, for the future Chris that's editing this, that she'll have to endure me saying, all right, so, a bunch of times, but anyway, um, today's day five of going without my Garmin watch, and um, I told you guys yesterday I took a rest day, and um, it went really well for an unexpected rest day. Uh, typically when I'm wearing my watch on just a normal week, um, Wednesdays are my off days. I usually take Wednesday as my day off and today's Wednesday. So, um, instead of taking a day off, I went ahead and, uh, moved around a little bit and got some exercise in, uh, since I took yesterday off and, uh, I just finished a leg workout, um, and some dynamic ab workouts as well, um, And 
just like all the other workouts that I've been doing, all the strength workouts that I've been doing, um, I felt really good. I feel like I am um, actually taking my time and not rushing through it. Like, typically, I get done with my strength workouts when I'm wearing my watch. I get them done in 30 to 40 minutes. And I'm finding myself getting done with these workouts in, like, 40 to 50 minutes, like, taking longer. And that's because, you know, I'm not um, rushing through it. I'm not going based off what my watch says. You know, I don't have my watch with me, so I don't know how uh, long my breaks are or how long my reps are, are going to be. I don't know. Um, so just moving and doing the exercises until I feel good about it, until I feel satisfied, um, that has, you know, sprung up a lot with not wearing a watch. Um, and it's taking me longer to finish the workouts because I'm actually taking my time and really focusing on what I'm doing. I'm not rushing through just to try to get my heart rate up. Um, cause a lot of the reasons why I take such a quick amount of time is because, you know, every time I look down at my watch, I am, um, looking at my heart rate. I always try to look at my heart rate to see if it's up or down or what. And I base my movements off of that. And since I don't have my watch, I don't know what my heart rate is. So that's been helping a lot with slowing down and taking my time. And I also don't know how long my breaks are. Like I said, I don't have my watch to really time my resting or my cool down, nothing. So I just do my rest and my cool down and my warm up, stuff like that. The things in between the workout, um, I do it to my satiety. And that's great. That's a great thing that I'm doing that because when I'm constrained to my watch, I always try to uh, do it within a certain amount of time like I'm always like okay I gotta do a 30 second break right here or I gotta have a two minute warm up like I'm always strictly timing it and I really want to break loose of that habit with this challenge so today I really I really saw that I was doing that like I, I it really hit me today that I was like oh man I don't really know how long I've been resting or how long I've been doing this warm-up um, I'm just doing it until I feel like I'm satisfied and I'm ready to continue and that's why my workouts are taking so much longer than they uh, would with my watch on um, and I'll get into more details um, in the episode after this recording. But um, another thing that I've noticed is that podcasts um, help me a lot more than music does. And I'll talk more on that um, in the future when I'm recording this and editing it. So yeah, day five is going great so far. Um, Day four went great. Day five is going just as good. Um, I decided I'm going to do this for a full week, the full seven days. I was just going to do five days, but I'm going to do the full week because I feel like this is really, really helping me mentally. And uh, I'm hoping to learn more uh, from the rest of this day and the next two days. So, yeah, day five is going great so far. So, yeah, basically the same thing happened with day five as it did with day four. I was able to move from my hiccups and just strengthen myself from it. I was able to actually focus on my workouts and not rush them again, and I was able to not think so intently about food. It wasn't controlling my life because I let go of those fears and worries and just let my life happen naturally. Now, when I talked about how a podcast can help more than music, this is what I meant. So basically, with music, you know, you get super focused in on it, and there are times where you get so into it that you're actually doing a task much faster than normal and not really focusing so much on the task but the music. 
Like, for example, when I listen to music on my run, I tend to get so focused into a song that there are periods where I don't take my time and I actually speed up absentmindedly. Well, I figured out that podcasts were my best solution for this. If I wanted to have the mindset of taking my time with my workout and doing it more slow and controlled, then I needed podcasts. Basically, I found out that if I listen to a podcast, it's like I'm having a conversation with someone or I'm like in a conference center listening to multiple people talk. I interact with the people on the podcast in my head and it kind of allows me to become more slow and controlled and not rush so much because I'm more focused on, you know, making my movements kind of more slow and controlled along with the talking rather than if the music was very fast paced and upbeat, I would go much faster. So now that we know that day five is going great, let's see how it ended. Okay, day five. This is the end of day five of the uh, going without my Garmin watch. Um, went super well today. Like, I am so, like, so proud of how uh, good I did today. Um, I, like I said before in the last one, the last recording, I got a good workout in. Um, I did a good leg day, and I also went on a walk. Um, I did really good, um, with not even thinking about wearing my watch. Like, I didn't even think about, oh, how many steps am I taking? How many calories am I burning today? Like, literally did not even cross my mind. There was not a second today where I thought that. And I'm very, very proud of me for that. And um, I'm just, you know, hoping that by the end of this week, I have two more days left. Uh, By the end of this week, I can really, really learn some valuable lessons from this and get a lot out of this challenge. And I have so far, which is good. Um... I, I did pretty good with eating, uh, today, you know, like I said, I didn't think about what I was eating, I just ate to my satiety, and I actually enjoyed it, um, I had a little bit of a flub at lunchtime, and that is entirely not my fault, um, I ended up getting a really, really bad migraine today, right after I did my workouts, and it caused me to, like, completely lose my appetite, so, um, I was rushing out the door to go meet my friend at the airport today. She just came back from a year and a half long mission trip. So, um, oh my gosh, like I was, I was running out the door, uh, and I was also battling this migraine. I couldn't eat lunch because I, like, I just lost my appetite from this migraine. And so I barely had a lunch. Like I had a snack on the way to the airport, which is not, you know, it's better than nothing, but, um, that was the only kind of flub I had today with eating, and that's not really entirely eating disorder caused. It wasn't caused by my eating disorder. It was literally just because I had a really bad migraine and lost my appetite. Um, but I did really good at dinner. We went out to a super nice, uh, you know, feast of a dinner at a Mexican restaurant, and I ate and felt happy and felt great about everything. Didn't even think about, you know, oh, how is this balancing with my exercise today? No, I didn't think about that. It it went super well. Not a thought in my head about, uh, you know, how much my activity was today. So day five, end of the day, has been amazing. Probably my best day yet, and I'm hoping that the next two days will be just as good. Once again, my day was amazing because I wasn't living revolved around this Garmin watch that I wear. 
when you take something so constricting out of your life and just live your life freely, it really changes everything and makes your life so much easier and better. I cannot tell you guys how good of a week I had after I learned from my bad eating disorder thoughts and strengthened myself from them. It really puts my mind into a whole new perspective. Now moving on to day six, I'm pretty sure my days were getting much better towards the end of this week, so let's see how I did. All right, it is now day five. No, oh my gosh, day six. It's day six of the um, challenge that I'm doing. It's flown by. I have one more day and this is done with. Tomorrow's the last day. Um, and I've learned so much over the course of this week. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it's already day six. That's what's baffling my mind. Um, but anyway, um, I'm about to get some workouts in for the day. Um, I've done really, really well with eating today. That's a very good thing, uh, considering that it's already 3 p.m. and I haven't done any activity at all. Uh, so that's really great that I've been able to balance my meals and actually, like, stick to eating and not, you know, slack off or anything because I feel bad about it. Um, I went out with my fiancé for lunch and uh, ate like a really good meal and afterwards got Starbucks and didn't even think about, you know, oh man, I need to walk this off later or run this off later or do like a little lift session later to get this out of me. You know, I didn't even think about that. So it's just like yesterday. Um, And I've continued that into today, which is amazing. That's absolutely amazing. Um, And I'm very, very happy about that, that I'm keeping the same mindset now that this challenge is about to be over. But yeah, um, I'm about to go home and get a good lifting session in and also go on a run later. Hopefully, um, I'll be able to um, get a decent run in. It's actually really nice today. It's very sunny. It's been very dreary and rainy these past few days. Um, So I'm very glad that the weather is nicer uh, to get some, some good sunshine in during my run. So yeah. Very, very good day overall. I'm going to try to keep the same mindset for the rest of this day, and I'll update you later. I am honestly so proud of myself for being able to stay strong after taking away something that is so important to me. But that just makes me realize that in all reality, this watch isn't that important in my life. Yes, it can be very convenient, but overall, it's not like I have to have it. Doing this challenge really showed me that this watch is not the most important thing in my life, and if it were not worn, it's not the end of the world. My eating disorder plays a big role in this by constricting me to this watch and giving me the mindset that if I take it off, I won't be able to work off my food as good because I'm not visibly seeing my stats and how much I'm doing in a day. But by the end of this challenge, I'm really seeing that the positive effects of going without this watch are significant and that there are many of them. So let's see how the rest of my day went. Okay, so end of day six. Um, actually went really, really well, and I'll explain just a little bit. Um, so basically, I ended up doing a good arm workout with abs and a little bit of kickboxing um, just to kind of add to the arms. Um, and it took about like an hour, like a good hour of strength and like a tad bit of cardio. And that's amazing because usually, you know, if I had my watch on, I would breeze through that workout because I keep having the mindset like, oh my gosh, if I just, you know, 
go really, really quick. Like, if I just get my heart rate up, I'll burn more calories. Like, I always have that mindset when I'm wearing my watch and I can see the precise stats and everything. You know, I've talked about this already a couple of times. Um, But not having my watch, I'm doing much better with my strength workouts because I'm doing it slow, controlled, um, you know, actually putting effort into the movements. And I'm doing it until I'm satisfied. And I really, really like that. And, um... It has not affected my eating at all today, and here's the best part about that. Um, I was going to go on a little bit of a run slash walk, um, probably more so of a run because I have not just run in a while, um, and right when I was about to do that, my friend called me up and said, hey, you want to help me sort through some clothes and hang out a little bit, and I was like, okay, yeah, let's do it, and I dropped everything and hung out with her instead, and I didn't prioritize you know, going to run because back when I had the mindset of like, I got to exercise 24 seven, I would turn down hangouts and just seeing people because I needed to run. I had to go exercise. I needed to do this. And I prioritized my friends first and I dropped everything and went to go hang out with her instead of going to run. And because I didn't go on that run, there was a second in my head where I was like, oh no, like this is going to affect you know, my progress, like, oh my gosh, I ate, um, you know, full meals today and my run's not going to make up for that. Like I had that split second of an eating disorder brain, like telling me, well, you need to do something when you get back home because you ate dinner, you ate a good dinner and you need to run to make up for that. Um, but then I realized I'm better than that and I'm more powerful than that. And I don't need to hear that. And, um, I didn't do any sort of cardio and that's that's amazing because, you know, I ate like normal. I um, went on with my day like normal. And just for that split second, I had that thought of an eating disorder coming into my brain. But I was quickly, you know, quickly turned it away, quickly um, just threw it out of my brain and did not pay attention to it. And I went on with my day like normal and, um, you know, didn't affect my eating. And that's great. You know, I didn't have my watch to tell me like, well, you didn't walk the amount of steps you were supposed to. You missed your goal today, you know. If I had seen that on my watch, I would have felt terrible about not going on that run. But not wearing my watch, it makes me feel like, oh, well, you know, I I still had a great day. I ate well, and I I hung out with my friend. I had a great day, and I'm not letting some Garmin watch notification bum me out. And that's what's great about today. So, Day six, amazing. Tomorrow's the last day of this challenge, and I'm excited to see what's going to happen. So, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. This is such a huge accomplishment for me. Being able to fight off bad habits and change my schedule at the very last minute really showed my eating disorder who's boss. I was 100% looking forward to a run on this day, but my last minute plans said otherwise, and if I were able to let my eating disorder take over, I would have not gone and hung out with my friend. I would have stayed home and would have gone on that run. But I wasn't going to allow that and disregarding what my eating disorder thoughts were trying to say. I realized that my day is so much more positive when I'm not seeing the exact stats from my watch. Just knowing, you know, hey, I ate good today and I worked out is good enough for me. I shouldn't have known the exact stats of my day and whether or not I hit my goals. So day six went absolutely amazing and I truly tore down my eating disorder thoughts and didn't let them control me. So the last day of this challenge is finally approached and just as I had hoped for, I finished strong. So let's see what I had to say to end this challenge. And now we are at the end. Day seven. 
57 of <laughs> the, the most difficult yet most amazing challenge I've ever done in my life. Um, today was amazing. Um, I It's 9 o'clock now, and I'm just now getting a workout in because I've been busy with my friend all day long. Um, with my friends, actually, because another friend uh, tagged along at the end. But I am so proud of myself for not, you know, caving in and giving into my eating disorder habits because I know I did not move around a lot today until just now I'm about to work out. And that's so amazing that, you know, I didn't have my watch on, so it's not dictating what I'm doing, what my stats are like, and all that. Um, so it's great. It's very great um, that I was able to ignore my eating disorder habits and ignore what my um, eating disorder was trying to tell me to do. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, I'll talk about it more in the podcast, but I learned so, so, so much during this challenge. Um, a lot of new things were learned. A lot of things I never knew I really struggled with were brought up and never really noticed them until this challenge. And I'll get more into detail on that later. But, um, you know, I went through this entire day, did not even think about what I was eating, did not give into a single eating disorder habit. I went out and I had an amazing time with my friends. I had an amazing lunch with my friend. I had an amazing dinner. Well, it wasn't amazing. We went to Wendy's and it actually sucked. But the thing is, I was able to throw off my schedule and do something different and not be so structured with what I'm doing. And I was able to enjoy myself and enjoy my life without being tied down to this stupid fitness watch that's telling me how to do everything. And I'm so proud that I was able to do it. Um, so today was amazing. And I'll get more into detail about that later on. And what I really, really learned from this and how I can grow from this challenge. Um, so yeah, that is the end of my one week long Garmin watch challenge. So basically, just like other days, I was able to have my schedule all over the place and changed, which typically would phase me, but on this day, it didn't. Like I've been saying, there were times in the past where if my schedule was thrown out of a loop, I'd get so mad because that meant my stats on my Garmin would be ruined. But now looking back on it, that's so dumb that I relied on numbers to dictate how my day would go. It's so dumb to think now that I really took the time out of my day to pout and get mad if I didn't hit that 10,000 step goal on my watch or I didn't hit a certain milestone according to my watch. It just goes to show you that the smallest little things can really screw up your perspective of a healthy mindset. Typically, a fitness watch should get you in a good headspace, but for those of you who suffer from an eating disorder, it can be very toxic to have. So that draws me to my conclusion. What did I really learn out of this challenge? Well, I learned that my watch is not the number one thing that I need to depend on. It's not something that I should let have control over my life and not something that should dictate how I should live my life. I always subconsciously made my Garmin into almost like a safety blanket. It's like I had to have it on me with every step that I took because if I didn't, I would have a bad day. 
I also learned that there were many bad habits that I also subconsciously picked up on as I have worn this watch. I would fly through my workouts to try to get my heart rate up faster because I was so convinced that if I burn more calories and work off more of my food, you know, I, I would be much more enjoyable and have a better day. But I realized that being more slow and controlled with my workouts makes me a much more enjoyable person. I also found out that I swing one arm more than the other when I run for some reason, and it registers, you know, my heart rate to be more faster. Uh, therefore, I get more satisfaction out of seeing what my watch is telling me, you know, which is burning a lot more calories. When in reality, that's a very poor mindset to have, and any workout that you do should benefit you both physically and mentally. And you should be doing it to feel great and satisfied, not to punish yourself or feel like you have to. There were a couple of days where I felt like I had to work out uh, to make up for my eating habits or because it felt like I just didn't do much that day. But that shouldn't be that way. It should be the opposite. So my main takeaway here is that fitness watches are definitely convenient. I will give them that. They do help me track other necessary things, like how long I've been going on my run, or if I'm trying to set a new pace on my run, it helps me a lot with that, and other convenient things like, you know, to tell the time or how good I slept last night. But overall, I don't have to have it on me 24-7. If anything, I could just wear it during my runs instead of all day long. That way, I'm not constantly thinking, oh my gosh, I haven't hit my step goal or I haven't burnt enough calories today. It's better to not know that stuff, so future reference for myself, I will definitely stop wearing my watch 24-7 and only wear it when I feel like I absolutely need to, to like record a time or a distance in my runs. For all of you out there that may be struggling with the same issues as me, being tied down by a fitness watch, here is my advice to you. If you are currently suffering from an eating disorder and have not started your recovery journey, Take the watch off immediately and do not put that thing back on until you feel like you have properly recovered and are in a better mindset. Keeping something attached to you that only heightens your bad habits will do nothing to help, your, uh, help you start recovery. So please, if you are still struggling to start recovery and you own a fitness watch, get rid of it, put it away, anything that you can possibly do to better your health. If you are someone like me who has already been through recovery and it's been a while, I would suggest that you do what I'm doing. Just keep it off and only put it on when you really think that you need it and you're in the proper headspace. Don't put it on on the days where you feel really bad about yourself or you feel like you're not doing really great that day because when you look back at your stats of that the watch has made for you, it only hurts you and ruins your healthy mindset that you're trying to stay in. Just keep it off when you're not in the good headspace, put it on when you're in a great headspace, and you won't feel so tied down by those stats. So there you guys go. That was my 7-day Garmin Fitness Watch Challenge. I hope you guys learned a lot and were able to apply this to your life in some sort of way. This episode was definitely much longer than what I usually do, but it was a very important episode to make and a really important challenge to take on. So to give you my usual spiel, if you are out there listening to this right now and you are struggling to start a journey to a healthier, happier life free from eating disorders, there are hotlines and websites in the description for you to use, call, uh, and visit those websites if you would like and you absolutely need it. There are also other mental health websites listed in the description as well that you can visit if you are struggling with that too.
because eating disorders do come along with all sorts of other stuff that can be very hard. And once again, if you would like to talk about the podcast, comments, concerns, or you just genuinely need that boost or help to start your recovery, you know you can always message me on Instagram or email me. Those will both be in the description as well for you to use. I'm always here to listen, and this is a safe space, and whatever you need to tell me or help you achieve your recovery goals, whatever it may be, I'm always here to listen to that. But yeah, that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have an amazing day, an amazing week, and please remember to stay safe and healthy.